Hello everyone. Today we are in Proverbs chapter 15. We're going to look at verses 1 through 4. Here's what it says. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. The tongue of the wise commends knowledge, but the mouths of fools pour out folly. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch on the evil and the good. A gentle tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. So today Solomon is talking about the way we speak to one another and how God knows about every good and every bad thing that we say. And he mentions a soft answer and a gentle tongue. And this comes from the heart of a person who has wisdom. Solomon says, the tongue of the wise commends knowledge. That was in verse 2. Um, so to commend, uh, that means to like praise something or to recommend something for approval. So truth is to be held up high, not only in our own life, in our own heart, but as we promote it to others, right? So truth, it cannot be toyed with cannot be manipulated to our own liking. It cannot be juggled about to give us some kind of a false sense of justification on any particular day of the week. No, we can't treat truth like that. It's, it's a sacred thing. It's to be honored. And somehow, somewhere, truth is set. It's set in stone, unmovable forever. It's resolute, it's, it's uncompromising. We should encourage others to walk its path with us. So then, why is truth so commendable? Well, let me just tell you the truth about truth. Okay, here it is. Truth brings freedom from true bondage. And truth brings true life. So that really sounds kind of confusing, maybe even vague, but let's look at it a little closer. In John 8:32, Jesus said this, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So what does that mean? First off, as we're just thinking about this and we ask ourselves this question, how can the realization of, of truth bring freedom? And freedom from what, right? Well, all our life, we have been seeking out things that might make us happy. I mean, that's what we do, right? I mean, uh, I, I think this is true for every single person. These are things which the world claims uh, that they will bring us some measure of happiness or satisfaction. They commend themselves as being truth, you might say. But the problem with all that is, in all our seeking, our whole life long, uh, these things of the physical world are all we have to choose from. And so we do, We tr like, it, like going to a buffet, we try many things as we search out the thing that, that most satisfies us. We look for the greatest treasure that the world might have to offer us. And we go from one thing to another. But as we as we look back on our own life and actually on 
history. I mean, there is a long line of historical documented case studies that indicate no amount of wealth, no amount of lands, no great popularity has ever brought a person true contentment. It's never brought them lasting fulfillment. And we even have a timeline in our own personal life that we can verify that very thing for ourselves. But when the time comes and God reveals the truth of His only Son, Jesus, to you and me, when we see Him as the greatest treasure in the universe, when He gives us eyes to see Him for who He is, um, it's beautiful, right? The good news of great joy, the only hope for sinful man, uh, the promised one who would set things right. Even from when our ancient parents, Adam and Eve, um, they first sinned. This one was promised to come through the offspring of the woman. When God gives us eyes to see Jesus as the true satisfier, the true way maker, the true sin bearer, the true sin slayer, when we see the truth of his resurrection over sin's longtime leverage <laughs> through death, right? Jesus died the wages of sin is death. He didn't have to die because he had no sin. But he was raised up. God raised him from the grave. And when we see the truth of that and, and how God gives us that same resurrection power over sin in our life and how that we will be one day raised up, incorruptible, to be with him forever, no longer uh, servants of sin or uh, connected to in any of its corruption. Uh, when we see Jesus as the greatest treasure, right? All of a sudden, we're no longer bound to the options of the world for truth. At that point, our will is set free. It's not bound, it's free will. And what are we gonna do? We're gonna choose the greatest treasure. We choose Jesus. And so, I mean, what Jesus said is true. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free, right? And the thing is, He is truth. Um, in John 14, 6, Jesus himself said it like this. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. You know, in closing, we do live in this broken world, don't we? So many people believe that truth is relative and everyone can have their, their own. And we see it in the news and we see it in our daily lives as we go about every day. And in today's passage, Solomon talks about these as people who speak with tongues of anger and their mouths pour out folly. And they go about spreading perverseness and not truth. So the question I think for us today is, um, are knowledge and truth things that we promote, things that we commend, things that we encourage, things that we hold up high. If so, they should naturally point others to the knowledge and the truth that brings freedom from sin and, and true life. And, and that is Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, and the life. Father God, thank you for giving us eyes to see Jesus for who he is. 
He is good news for our soul, Lord, and, and He is the one that transforms our heart. And so doing, it changes the way we speak to others. Instead of having words of anger and hate, we show love to others, Father. Help us to walk in your Holy Spirit and be guided by you and grow in you to see more of your glory so that we might be transformed. Thank you for this wonderful gift of Jesus. In his name we pray.